Oh my God, right. Smitty, okay. this is so exciting. <laughs> We're back. Um, I'm not going to edit this, so everybody's going to know oh. how truly retarded we are. Wait, then they're going to have to listen to us for like seven hours because that's how long we record. <laughs> this is a, a seven hour special. No, let's try to keep it to an hour, like normal. I can he- normal. I hear like a little buzz or something. And now I don't hear it. Oh, okay. it's like, do you think All that's right. for my headphones? I don't know. Hopefully it's fine. Should we start um, here? Wait, oh, we've already started. Oh, darling. All right. All right. <laughs> As I said, I'm not editing. Right. About that. In the raw. So, okay. This is She's in Russia. Yeah. Th- yeah. I'm Smith. I'm in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm in Brooklyn in my apartment. This is Lily. This is she's in Russia. And um, I don't think you heard what Smith said, so I'm going to say it again. Um, and I'm still in, P- in Petersburg uh, and living the coronavirus life. Mm. And this is one of the examples of how this virus has changed reality. We are doing this episode. <laughs> yeah we're just doing one episode probably don't like we're not we're not reviving don't celebrate don't go out on the street and start banging pots and pans and and getting on people (laughs) please stay in your homes and celebrate quietly (laughs) yeah i mean i i feel like it feels really natural that we're recording um in this time because it's like a lot of people talking about it as this sort of productive quote-unquote time of like you have so much more time because you don't have to commute so you can like read and write a novel or whatever and and so us doing one episode is not that big a commitment but I feel like we did need a check-in and I personally was kind of like bursting um with (laughs) (laughs) stuff because it's and this is probably I think this is probably true everywhere but just it really feels like in this environment with the virus, that there is a news update of some sort literally every day, if not like by the hour. So there's something to kind of report on. And that also means that like anyone who recorded a podcast, for example, about the virus in Russia, like last week, it's already like ancient news. Like it has <laughs> nothing to do with reality. <laughs> and this will probably be old in like one second. Oh, yeah. That's what, I'll put it out today and then everybody has to listen to it today. Um, today is April 5th. Wait, okay. Right? I, I, we're going to talk about the coronavirus, but I also want to know about the kinky party. Oh, the kinky party. Um, what do you, wait, what, should I, what do you want to know about it? Why don't you just explain real quick what it is? Well, okay, so there's this, there's this real physical party in Moscow. I don't know how regular it happens. It's called kinky party, and it's like a BDSM party. <laughs> Where you go and you can, like, I think this is a thing in other words, like, everywhere. People know about these things. I just don't. I'm just not. I'm not, like, oh, definitely not. I'm just not, like, involved in the BDSM community, so I'm not aware of their gatherings. But, you know, like, you go and you can, like, you can observe, you can be, like, a voyeur, and you can, or you can participate in different things. And um, since... The virus, they decided to hold a virtual party and that for the first time, and that happened last night, and I was an attendant, attend, attendee. 
<laughs> I was bringing them drinks. You had mints. <laughs> I had a silver platter with condoms. Um, and it was, I don't know, it was surprisingly like enjoyable or cool to be at. So basically, shall I describe? Yeah, describe, because I'm a little, I actually didn't watch the videos yet, but I'm a little Slut. confused about um, how many people were actually in the physical space. Like okay, three? so, no, more <clears throat> than that. So what happens is it's, it was like from 11 p.m. last night till 7 a.m. this morning. Did not stay Jesus the whole time. Um, <laughs> I went to bed after, we, we stayed for two hours. Um, you get, so it, it's, it's not like free. Uh, you get tickets beforehand and you have to pay for them. But it wasn't that expensive. I think it was like a th- like fifteen hundred rubles, so maybe like twenty five dollars or something. I'm not not sure exactly. And um, you get a link, you get a unique link, and you click on it when the party starts. And it's basically a it's a three D camera. Do you know what that is? You can imagine, right? Is it 3D? It's just a 360 degrees. Oh, I'm sorry. 360 degrees. <laughs> you got your 3D glasses on. Ready for some kinky time. I mean, oh. shit. <laughs> it's basically, so you click on this link and you see three different like screens. You can click on each one. They re- they're like representing three different rooms that you can go into. It's in Zoom or it's a different software? Different software. It's like a VR software. And okay. So there's three rooms. There's like the BDSM room, the bondage room, and the main room or something. Okay. And when you click on each screen, you like enter that space. You enter a 360 degree camera so you can like scroll around it. You can move around the room. Oh, whoa. Okay. And they're very uh, cool. Obviously, there's like the theme in each room kind of differs. But basically, there were like a few people in the beginning in each room, like, in the bondage room, there's mostly only the person being bound and the bounder. I don't know what their official terms are. <laughs> and sometimes a couple of people watching. But then there were more people came. So it was the organizers. So the organizers who, like, I guess, or, and the participants who are actually, like, doing the um, sort of show that made up this virtual party were breaking their quarantine, just saying. Okay. Because they were all there. Um, yeah. And they were probably, like all together at least like I don't know I want to say like 10 15 people wait do you do you have video on no no you're not visible to them okay but the the organizers in addition to this 3d 3D, 360 degree space that you get access to um they also send you two zoom links and the zoom links are like live chats and okay. I went there for a second, then I was like, goodbye, because I don't really want to talk to you people. How many people were there? I mean, I, I went to the main one right as soon as the party started at like 11, and there were 40 people. <laughs> Very prompt. <laughs> Hello. And there were 40 people, so not a lot. I think there were a lot more people who had tickets, you know, than okay. who were on the call. There was like the main call, and then there was another call that's like more private, I think, that you could like... They were trying to st- simulate being at the party, and at the party you can like go off in a room with someone. So they were trying to like mm. simulate that, but like, yeah. but you know, it was it was intense because people were literally having sex. It wasn't like just bondage and like other BDSM things. Like sometimes people would just start fucking. There was penetration. <laughs> there was penetration. There was like giving head. I mean, there was just like sex all over the place. Sex everywhere. <laughs> 
I mean, See, it was, Russians do have sex. It, <laughs> we finally figured it out. It was it was cool. Like it was kind of like as a person who doesn't watch porn at all regularly, like I don't know really like what kind of embarrassing but you know what I mean like I don't know what porn really involves it's not embarrassing okay it's not embarrassing but like a lot of people are more knowledgeable than I am but to me it felt like live porn yeah which was cool cool yeah (laughs) all right there was no like there was some as you would imagine it was fairly heteronormative but like girls having sex with each other because they're allowed to do that and I didn't see I didn't see any men, like, being intimate with each other, but there were men who were, like, either wearing female outfits, whatever, <laughs> like, looking more feminine or, like, being more feminine, but it was kind of unclear because it was also really dark. No men being submissive? <sighs> that was weird. I did not see... Yeah, I, I only stayed for a couple of hours. So I didn't see everything. But I didn't even see men being submissive to women, which is, which seemed weird. Yeah. But I'm also that saying I didn't weird. see, like, men, like, making out either. Mm. Sad. <sighs> anyway, yeah, I need so to that was the sex update. That was a kinky update. Let's get down to the real important stuff, shall we? Okay, how do I know? Oh, it just says recording. I forget how everything works. Well, I don't know where to start, but I also want to hear about New York, so you can start. I mean, everybody knows what's going on in New York. No, they don't. You self-conscious... Yes, they do. In America, they do. Yeah, but <laughs> so you self-conscious, said, not self-conscious, not self-conscious. But as I said, like for example, Polia had requested an episode so she could understand what was happening. In how about just briefly, like what is the status? Um, what are you? Status, what's your day-to-day life? The well, my day-to-day life is I'm mostly just in the apartment, and then very occasionally I'll like go out and run errands. I was fully in the apartment for like a week. Fully, fully, because I was with somebody who had the corona. You think? Um, what we think? Yeah, not not unconfirmed. Um, and then, so you would just go in the backyard. Yeah, and just had food in the house, and you just never went anywhere. Yeah, I mean, before like stuff really got serious, like a little bit earlier than things got serious, we Izzy and I did a few like big runs. So we had a shit ton of like canned and dry goods. Mm-hmm. And then Lena did a uh, grocery run for us very nicely for, like, a bunch of produce that lost us, like, a week, a little more than a week. Mm -hmm. And now, I mean, it's still very – I think now I'm maybe more similar to you where it's, like, I go out for necessary items. Mm -hmm. And, like, yesterday I went for a hike. (laughs) Necessary items. Yeah, because you have a car and you could drive upstate. You have to explain these things. You didn't, like, get on a train. No, no, I mean, no. is the Metro North even working? Yeah, yeah, the Metro North is running, the trains are running. Apparently, like, because there's so many... The problem with New York is, like, there's so many people that even the amount of essential workers is, like, probably an insane number, like 900,000 or something. And so the, there's points at which the train is still full, which is not not good, wow. obviously. 
but I haven't I haven't been on public transportation in a couple weeks now. Isn't the metro um, isn't the train like the subway like um, limited now? I don't know what's going on with I thought it. Thought I heard that it was like not being as twenty four hour or something. Oh well, I mean, there's just fewer people riding it, so it's like less necessary. But I would assume like health workers and stuff have to go to their jobs at weird hours, so they have to run somewhat regularly. The buses you can't get on the front door anymore; you have to get on the back. Um, what? Why? Because they don't want you getting close to the driver. Oh. I feel uh, like the one, the one, not I feel like, but the one like doctor that I who's kind of. He's like a celebrity doctor, I feel like now, a little bit in Instagram that I follow, who's in New York. He seems to be taking cars to work. Um, Mm -mm. That would be nice if that was subsidized for everyone. Yeah, it would be nice. The other two things is like the, I don't, we haven't reached the peak yet. I think it's supposed to happen at the end of this month. But like the, for a while, the city was publishing like just a PDF every day to a URL. And then they recently started, they have a data page now, so you can, like, go and look at it, and it's just, like, it's, like, I don't know what the rate is now, but I think it's, like, 50 or 50 plus thousand confirmed cases, and, like, every day, like, 300, like, between, like, 100 and 300 people die. Wow. Yeah. And I had heard something about, like, really, um grim but like a refrigerated is that a real thing like kind of refrigerated cars for dead people for bodies yeah i don't know see i think izzy said that they were thinking about turning fordham into a hospital or like a medical area i mean what about the javits center everyone is everyone talking about that i mean that is turned into I'm, a medical center. Yeah, no, it is. The problem is, it's like, what everybody... I'm just, like, I don't... I'm, like, somewhat out of the loop. It's, like, I listen to the radio, and then I'm just, like, okay, I, like, check the daily report, and then I, like, go about my business. Because, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, at a certain point, you kind of... I got to that point, too. You kind of don't need to pay attention to the news as much because you're just isolating, and you're, like, okay, yeah. I'm isolating. Yeah. Here I am. But as I'll tell you in a second, I and I do have to pay attention because things are still sort of on the early stages here, especially in terms of number of cases. It has it has been for a while. Like, the number of official cases have been much lower in Russia, as you know, than in, like, yeah. a lot of places. And um, sort of official measures that affect large amounts of people um, have really only been in place for... Well, they've been in place now for a couple of weeks. But, like, the big one started on the 30th so last week so i'll, I'll explain this okay, so it's explain really recent. what the f- explain what the f- like first uh, iteration was and then what the current one is yeah okay so and first of all let me just give a little so it's let me just give a little numbers update just because um it's april 5th and i'm opening the um you know the who does that is it johns hopkins people yeah Yeah. numbers and i see um confirmed cases in russia at 5389 deaths at 45 uh recovered 355 so i it's as everywhere it's exponential i like actively remember when it was like 12 100 
<laughs> and when it was like last week when it was reaching in the first thousand, it was like 800. And I was like, all right, when it reaches a thousand, that's a psychological moment for a lot of people. I feel like now it's at five, over 5,000. Okay. So what, um, hold on, let me just check my recording. Okay. So basically like the earlier iterations, like not this past week, but the week before, the first kind of things that were happening in Moscow and Petersburg were like restricting people uh, gathering. So it was like, first, I remember a couple weeks ago in Moscow, I was like, it has to be a gathering of less than 5,000 people. It's like, okay. <laughs> and then a week later, a few days later, it was restricted to 50 people. And that sort of was passed under Petersburg Wait, also. by the federal, federal government or no, by the city? No, that was government? city governments. So different cities are doing different things. And um, it's been, overall, it's been really, really chaotic here in terms of, like, the distribution, like the federal versus state or regional versus city. But because most of the cases are concentrated in Moscow, Moscow has been a first mover in a lot of moments, like New York, I guess, and San Francisco is also, but um, or California. But it, then some other regions kind of caught up recently so the first like other than those little things which don't actually really affect people's lives like people don't feel that because they're not necessarily doing gatherings of five thousand <laughs> or maybe like you know concerts started getting canceled pretty early um but then on let me just open my timeline because it's a whole thing it was it was very confusing for petersburg but then now i have to clarify so, yeah, I mean, and you were saying, like, I guess it was two weeks ago that, like, you were still in that zone where you were like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and everybody else was just, like, skipping around, being like, not not here, not in Russia. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Basically, like, one the peak of my feeling, like, I was able to, like, read the future just by, like, being on Twitter <laughs> and, like, seeing Twitter in English, I mean, um, and, like, talking to you guys was in mid-March. So, like, specifically on March 12th, I remember my friend texting me and being like, I'm having a party, come over. And I was like, I'm social distancing. <laughs> and, like, nobody I knew was social distancing, not a single person, not even my American friends. And I was like, I had, for, at that point, I had been not going to my yoga and dance classes for a week. And yeah. I was like, this is the week I'm social distancing. I had started like more seriously doing it. And she was like, I'm trying not to panic. And I was like, okay, <laughs> good. Me neither. And then, um, and then basically it's so crazy how fast things change, like from the 12th, because by like the 17th, 18th, um, all the like, Museums and theaters had closed. Mm. Um, and she works at a museum. She works at the Hermitage, so her work closed. I mean, they still are doing stuff there, and a lot of all, I think all of them are doing like online things, and um, people are, a lot of people are still going to the office if they need to do stuff that, like, I mean, involves like curating and all the stuff that they normally okay. do. Oh, so they're like, um, there's not as stringent restrictions on, like, essential services. Like, you can still go to your office if you want to. Okay, well, now, no. But, I mean, when when the museums first closed and they started to do, like, online stuff, so 17th, 18th um, of March, there wasn't. And then 
So this is the progression to come back to like the narrative of sort of like, that's a big move. But then the first, I would say like, I feel like a big psychological marker was when Putin addressed the nation. And that was on March 25th. So really recently, like a couple weeks ago. March 25th, Putin makes an announcement, talks about how important the virus actually is, like it's a serious threat. And this is the first time he's spoken about it, like in a big public address. What type of language is he using? Um, I mean, he was like, we need to take this seriously. Um, you know, it's not going to like spare Russia, like that kind of thing. And then he said, but but he was classically like very Putin Putin like he was, he was both kind of specific and like concerned, but in the end like very general. So like what happened at the end of the speech is that what people took from it is that he had said next week, starting from March twenty eighth, which is a Saturday. So like after that weekend, last weekend, we will. Um, the whole country will not go to work. There'll be like a paid time off for one week uh, for non for all non-essential workers. Okay. So in this address, he didn't say what was non-essential yet. Like that all came out later. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like, and when people hurt, so basically what people took away from that is this general concept of like a paid non-working week and what happened in Russia was that um, a bunch of people bought tickets to Sochi. People, <laughs> Jesus, everybody's like, vacay. Literally, people were like, I mean, woo, pay time off. <laughs> that is like very predictable, though. Like, I yeah, and because he didn't use sense. the word, he in his speech, he didn't say, like, maybe he said something about staying home. I didn't, like, <clears throat> analyze the whole thing. I was just looking for key key information because it was hard to find um and maybe he didn't he definitely didn't use the word quarantine that i'll I'll get to that quarantine is a specific word here it has a specific meaning i don't know if that's the same in the states but oh yay okay um he basically like in so many words he just he used even a weird term like he said i think like a non-working week um and it doesn't mean a weekend, and it also doesn't mean uh, a holiday. So, it, so what does it technically? Mean? So basically, like it's I don't know. It's this new thing that <laughs> I think the only other day that had ever had that status was um, election day. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's like a it's like a logistical non-working day, something like that. So anyway, people buy tickets, and then there's this whole backlash. Sochi hotels close. There's like protests where people are like, get the fuck out of Sochi, we don't want you, and you're like, diseased Moscow selves. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> people are like, that weekend, so the 28th, 29th, people are like, barbecuing in the park, hanging <laughs> out, big gatherings, like, party, next week we're not working, everyone's drinking. Just, jeez. This is mostly, I mean, this is like, mostly hearsay from Moscow. I mean, I saw videos also, but this isn't like, I wasn't seeing this with my own eyes. Um, I've been isolating since... Mid-March, so. <laughs> um, and then, so, okay, so then that was last weekend, right? And then um, a little backlash, and then there's some clarification, and then, like, you know, all these things coming out with, like, non-working week doesn't mean vacation. 
it's like too late. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then like people get, um, media starts, you know, trying to clarify f- publishing finally like the specific uh, lists of people who are like exempt from this. Okay, so rule. literally everybody thought, everybody in the country was like, we get a full week of paid leave right now. Basically, I think a lot of, I mean, like, you know, I think, I think it's not like, a mass thing to go to Sochi, but it was mass enough. I bet it was, like, mostly people from Moscow. Yeah. Um, mass enough that it was, like, a thing. And then, um, okay, and then, so we're, we're basically, when that happened, I would, sorry, when that happened on the 25th, and like, knowing that there would be this non-working week from the Monday, the um, 30th, to today, April 5th, that's one week, I, um, I was, like, 100% sure that today Putin would be like, okay, so we're going to do another week, like, and just extend it yeah. week by week, like, just to not freak people out and be like, okay, you're going to be shut down um, for, like, a month. But what actually ended up happening was, as usual with, with this virus, everything really changes so quickly, was that he made the announcement the 25th, people, like, celebrated all weekend, then Monday the 30th, <laughs> Monday the 30th, um, Putin, no, Monday the 30th, that, okay, that was when Petersburg did its thing. So on, I want to say like the earlier, like a couple days earlier, Moscow had been like, we're not only having this non-working week, we're doing like what you guys are doing in New York, self-isolation, they call it self-isolation. So you can't what's go that, out. What's that word in English or in Russian? Sama, sama izilatsia. Okay. So you can't go out of your house uh, except for, you know, those important reasons that we list, which are mm-hmm. going to the grocery store, going to the pharmacy, going to a doctor, um, taking out your garbage, walking your dog a certain distance from your apartment, that's stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, that happens in Moscow. And then on the 30th, there's this like confusion because I'm really following like minute by minute. And so I get I get these like, like sweatily refreshing <laughs> your brow. I get these. So I'm like ready for like this non-working week and knowing it I'm just curious how it will affect Eating for your example. Can of beans. Well, I'm curious how it will affect like businesses. So that weekend, um, or on the twenty fifth when it was announced, after that I when I went to stores, like I definitely went to a couple of stores that weekend and I asked will you guys be open next week? Mm-hmm. Um, stores that were unclear, like a sort of like CVS, not a pharmacy, but like stuff with like beauty products and like house products. Okay. Okay. And they were like, we're not sure. And like no one was sure. Then on Monday, um, I get a notification that says all residents or all people in Petersburg who are over 65. It's are a re- text message? No, no. It's just like a, like a push notification from Telegram. Oh, like an Amber Alert. No, no, no. It's from media. I just all oh, I have like my oh, Russian okay. media, and they all okay, do the same okay, thing. So I get like right, three right. of the same thing. Okay. Um, I mean, the three that I most follow, I guess. And I get one thing that says all Petersburg people over sixty-five are required to, to self-isolate. Mm. Okay. And then immediately I get like breaking all residents of Petersburg, <laughs> like all people in general, not sixty-five. And I remember because okay. I was like, I was like f- forwarding these messages um, to Pasha, 
and our friend Max. And I, so I have, I can see what I did. I like forwarded the first one. I was like, this is really weird. I'm Googling. I can't find anything about this. And then another, like Medusa posted a link, not just the message in Telegram, but the actual article Mm. saying, yes, in fact, all people in Petersburg starting the 31st through the 5th, like again, just for the week. Okay. Everything they're talking about just means a week. Those people have to um, self-isolate and all the same rules as Moscow. Wait, wait, so is this a, the mayor saying this or the governor saying it? Where is it coming from, do you know? Yeah, it's coming from Bigelow, who is the... The governor? Wait, what is he? Fuck. What, what is this man? Well, he's the head also, of the city. W- okay. What is but that? But that includes, like, the surrounding... He's the governor. Okay. All right. Big love. The go- What's the word for governor? Gubernator. <laughs> Gub. Gub. So... Um, wait, I... Okay. Right. I'm sorry, but this is, like... This really killed me because I was trying to be as educated as possible, and this is what happened. Medusa sends this article that's like, yeah, like, this is happening. It affects everyone. From that moment on, I was kind of freaked out. It was Monday night, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay, like, now it's just like Moscow. I'm not supposed to leave the house unless I'm going to those places, taking out garbage or whatever. And the next day, I had to go pick up a document that I was getting for my car, and I was even worried about that. I was like... Oh, yeah. She got a car, everybody. She got a car. Because of, porn, because of the virus. <laughs> so I can escape. <laughs> so she can ram it with her car. <laughs> ram it. Um, I was even like freaked out about going. So I was like, should I get a, like, a courier? Or what do you call that? Should I like have it delivered somehow? A messenger boy? <laughs> should I get a messenger pigeon? Um, I, I was going to like call them and see what the options were. Because I really thought like this. I read the Medusa thing. I read one other article about it. I saw, like, this is clear that this is happening. Yeah. I didn't read what was on the official government website, and I tried to because I didn't trust these assholes, but it wouldn't load. It was like, it wouldn't open. <sighs> okay. um, so, because it was like a PDF, and it wouldn't load. Mm. So, from Monday night, I'm, the next day, I'm kind of freaked out. I end up going to pick up the document in a taxi and, like, being freaked out. I see, like, cops standing outside the metro, um, like, when I get out of the taxi and I, like, avoid them, like, that kind of stuff, because I'm yeah. concerned, and then the rest of the week, I basically, like, I very much changed my behavior this past week, like, before, if I had been, I'd been biking, I had been, I mean, going outside to get, like, air and not going close to people, um, yeah. I had definitely been going to coffee shops to get coffee to go, like, at least one, there's two coffee shops in my neighborhood that were doing that, and um, they... They were never like full, so it wasn't like I. I was doing a lot more stuff that I stopped doing this week because of this fake news. <laughs> we, we, oh, it was okay. All right, so. <laughs> well, what happened? Was, oh no. Well, what happened was, um, again, because everyone's like, uh, information here is like really fragmented and is di- and differs in different places. It's not like the media is only going to focus on Petersburg. So like, they report and then they have to report on other things happening and like. I mean, um, what other cities are there in Russia? <laughs> You're dumb. And are the, so there's there's like little Petersburg. republics. There's all these like it's a federation, Smith. Yes, <laughs> thank you. I'm aware. <laughs> um, 
But okay, so what happened was like on Friday, I'm having a Zoom call with my Russian friends. So one of the reasons there was no like sort of red flags is like Molly had come back from uh, Georgia not that long ago. So Russia has a policy. If you've come from abroad, this is a policy that's been in place for the past couple of weeks, I think since mid-March. If you've come from abroad, you have to self-isolate. You have to quarantine, actually. They use the word quarantine for that at home. Okay. Wait, wait. Can you now explain the word quarantine? Well, okay. Maybe you got too excited. I didn't mean that quarantine is like, uh, has some historical meaning so much. But I just mean that it's used by the government here very carefully. Like in official documentation, quarantine is only used about um, required uh, isolation that is much more strict than like social distancing. Right. It's like it's it's externally enforced. It's externally enforced and it's it's more strict. It's not just like social distance as much as possible. It's like no, do not even leave. take your trash out. Like yeah. do not leave your house. Yeah. Like it's, Wait, it's serious. What's, what, it's the same word? Quarantine, yeah. And okay. quarantine, so the quarantine here has been applying to those people who are coming from abroad, like Molly, who need who are asked to stay home and they get visits. They, like a doctor comes to like check on them, Surprise. gives them a test. Um, sometimes. Okay. <laughs> She's had <laughs> different... Oh, sorry. She's had different, like, surprise and non-surprise ones. They've called her and stuff. She got a text message that said, like, you have to stay home. Um, So that's been, like, that's one uh, quarantine. And the other quarantine is if you're found to be sick, um, then you're definitely quarantined. Either you're in a hospital or you're at home. And then there's, like, you can get in trouble if you break these quarantines. But then self-isolation is to refer to the more, like, loose social distancing. Which is, like actually what i was doing last week well you said you didn't go out at all yeah but that's not quarantining nobody was checking on me i could have left if i wanted to that's true you didn't have a doctor like taking and also that they molly, molly has gotten a test now twice that's another thing it's really weird yeah. i don't know the and policy she's clean a yeah good bill of health their policy for like the virus in terms of the travel element is basically like even though they share Russia shares a huge border with China. The policy has been like, the virus is coming from outside. So if you are traveling from Europe, then you might have the virus. But like, none of us could possibly have it just from, from all the like contacts with mean, China. It's like, in theory, that is actually like a good approach to just like be really rigorous about checking everybody that's coming in. But by the time that they were doing that, like the virus right. was already in Russia. Too late, right, exactly, already. Are too porous. Plus, because of the border with China, it makes it even more ridiculous. But anyway, um, that's been, like, their more hardcore, hardcore. So, like, quarantine is more official and hardcore and required. Um, so the fake news thing I'm referring to is on Friday, a couple of days ago, um, I'm having a Zoom call with my Russian friends. <gasps> oh, sorry. And it's a party. Party. We're hanging out, we're drinking. And Night party. <laughs> yeah, not kinky. And somebody, like, I think somebody asked, um, one of our friends who's not here was on it, Claire, who's in Chicago, and, remember Claire? Yeah, the the one you studied abroad with? Yeah. Hot dog. Yeah, because she's also Molly's friend, so we're, mm. it's a bridge. Yeah. Um, Incest. And I feel like she asked, or some, there was some confusion or asking about, like, what the deal was in Petersburg, and I was like, yeah, we're, we're we have the same policy as... Uh, Moscow, we've had the same policy for the past week. <laughs> the COVID expert is waiting. 
because I'm like yeah I follow all the news so I know and then Molly was like I think it's actually I heard it was like a recommendation and someone else like was like yeah I heard it was a recommendation and I was like no guys do not argue with me I I do not leave your home I was like I know what I'm talking about I have changed my behavior since Tuesday and I don't want to be wrong and I was so sure because um of the experience I had, which is I had read the media right when it happened, right? And I yeah. thought I was right. I checked a couple of sources. And it fucking turned out that... So first of all, somebody sends me the actual document that I had been trying to load that day, mm. the PDF. I'm just going to say that this is so Russian. The language was completely ambiguous like <laughs> it is something that you could argue in the court of in a court of law like it okay. is am fucking ambiguous could you I, give an example okay so what that document said published on the 30th march 30th that was applying to this period till the 5th mm. of april okay. it said it did say the word required in okay. um application to in, sorry in reference to people over 65 okay Except for, there's always the exceptions, right? People who work in these jobs and these people and those people. Yeah. Um, so just like putting exceptions aside, it's like people over 65 are required to self-isolate and like not leave their houses except for those reasons. Then it said the word citizens in the, oh my God, this is going to only be for people to understand Russian. I can't, it's like a grammatic, it's literally a grammatical construction. The word citizens Citizens located in Petersburg. The word okay. citizens is in the dative case, which is like two. Dative? It's, it's like, the dative. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's a case. <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> it's a grammatical term. And then I, I am familiar with past, present, and, and future. Then, and then there's all of these things describing citizens, because that's how okay. Russian language works. So it's like citizens okay. located in Petersburg, who okay. are this and that, who are not this and that, who do not belong to points 2.2. And then, then there's a verb, or there's a okay. series of verbs. And they're like, comply with self-isolation. Do not leave your house except for garbage, pets, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So I, we have the word citizens in the dative and then these verbs. Like, it, there is no verb required, basically. Okay. And the dative case, it means future? It's a future case? No, it's not about future. It's more like... A, maybe I'm, I don't know if I'm like if I'm just being dumb and not getting this, but I'm not the only one. Like once I, I was showing, we were, I was talking with um, my friend about this who was also concerned about the ambiguity because everyone else wasn't concerned because they were like, it's just a, a native Russian speaker? Yeah, yeah, Russian person. Okay. Um, the construction is ambiguous, but it's like to the citizens to comply. Um, it's like, it's like should. It's like should, okay. but without the necessity of you must. Of should. Like could. Citizens <sighs> could. I guess. And what's so fucked up is that Mendoza and Dorscht, who are two of the like liberal, more independent media that I follow, and I'm following them in Telegram, I, I was pissed that night. So I did research. I found the two articles, and they both had... <laughs> rewritten them and had disclaimers they were like 
we misreported oh. actually and i was just like you're like you made me look like a fool in front of my party yeah. <laughs> but still what was interesting was like the actual language of the official document was confusing and when i talked to i asked posh about it i was like when you hear like that construction does that mean recommendation or does it mean must and he was like I guess recommendation. And I was like, ah, oh, that's so annoying because it doesn't say recommendation. Is that, is that ambiguity like, um, is, is that ambiguity like less ambiguous for somebody that is a Russian speaker or, or that, like, I'm just trying to understand. It's not like, I un, I'm not saying, oh, you don't understand the language, but it's like, is there something about uh, the context that would, give somebody a less ambiguous feeling when they read that than you get um or is it just like bureaucratic like jargony bullshit when i put it into i i think it's i think it's bureaucratic i think it could i think the fact that dorst and meduza oh and let me wait i'm sorry dorst and meduza are the two main media that updated their articles. TASS, which is like a huge, important state-aligned yeah. media, and um, RBC, which is like very, very, very respected business media, yeah. both business. continue to have articles, which I have links to, and I can screenshot them, that <laughs> still say that this um, policy applies to everyone in Petersburg. They could, still have could them up. That- could that be like somewhat intentional? Like the government is hedging because they don't want to like be iron fisted about it, but they are yeah. writing this in is, such a way to cause people to interpret it as real. Yes, this is this is very Russian. So when I put that into Yandex Translate, the the construction I just explained to you, like yeah. the dative plus the verb, it okay. says in English citizens should observe. Okay. okay. So there isn't the word should, but it's implied and should. To, in English, pretty much means like you have to, but I guess it doesn't. <laughs> it sometimes doesn't. Wait, Actually, is, should can be used both Petersburg ways. citizens, one word. No, just says citizens. The other thing when I asked Pasha about that, I mean, he made a joke. He was, I was like, what does that sound like to you? Is like it sounds like it doesn't have anything to do with me. I'm not a citizen, but that's, um, that's funny, very funny. So <laughs> Americans out and out. <laughs> <laughs> he and I, are I got my flag. I'm not citizens. But oh yeah, true. But so that <laughs> this is all just to explain like the this is all like not relevant today, and I'll tell you what's relevant today. But the point is like this is to explain like how this actually goes down. Like this, that's exactly they do that on purpose. First of all, it's ambiguous. The media fucks it up. Like yeah. to at this moment, um, major media have conflicting stories right now yeah. published at this moment. Um, not and like what does it matter it's like should like does it really matter because if it's a recommendation you should do it anyway right you you must but the (laughs) the difference is that i think the big difference is that in moscow it 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 can be i mean it is required and other places also and in those cases you can get punished for it you can get They're, they're enforcing it with police in moscow yeah as far as so in moscow there was a whole thing where I do believe they're enforcing it, but there was a plan up until a couple of days ago to really strictly enforce it with like 
an app and you would like apply, you would have to like fill out a form if you wanted to leave your house and then you would have like a QR code and that's kind of like settled down. That's not happening right now. Like basically mm-hmm. the, what the governor said most recently in Moscow is like, if the condition gets worse and people are not following um, our rules of self-isolation, then we will institute more strict I see. things. We, and then what is the like vibe when you got on the street? Like are people doing the six foot thing? Also, um, what's the distance that they use in Russia? Two meters? 1.5. 1.5 meters? Yeah. Okay. Um, are people, like, people are walking in couples or in groups? Yeah. yeah. I've seen more couples. Um, if you approach somebody on the sidewalk, do you, like, do you give each other, like, as much space as you can? I do. I'm okay. the one. I don't know what they're doing. I feel like okay. I'm always, like, avoiding people. You're, like, always scampering into the street. But, like, people, like, I went out today to do a sort of update because I wanted to give you, like, the most up-to-date situation, which was um, people in Petersburg are out the fuck and about. They are out and about. It's not (laughs) empty at all. Um, Jesus. Like, Like, if you didn't know what was happening, would you register it as something's up? I don't think so because it's hard to tell because like I do have a kind of weird feeling being out now, especially I especially had it when, when I thought I wasn't supposed to be. And I would like go, I would walk out to the corner where this nearest store is. And I would be like, if anyone stops me, I'm going to say I'm going to the store. <laughs> but There's but, like thousands of people outside. But um, like today I walked past the park near my house and it was full of people with their dogs. Um, people... It's not like warm, warm, but it's like nice and sunny today. So um, people were taking walks and I guess it's hard for me to like determine if there, are le- if there are fewer cars on the street, but I am hearing from like Max that there are fewer cars like sort of around the city. Okay. Um, I actually did drive my car around uh, the other night, a couple nights ago, still thinking I was breaking lots of rules. And at 10 p.m. on like one of the main streets, there were like a lot of cars. Like a, okay. quite a few. Um, this is actually I, a good time for you to be learning how to drive stick, though. Yeah, it, it, there are some empty stretches in my neighborhood, and I'm. it's really nice taking advantage of that. But, like, today I went to um, one of our neighborhood coffee spots that I had been going to before this week. Mm-mm. And on Monday they had, when I went on Monday, they had closed um, the seating area. They had taken all, the, like, piled everything up as though it was closed and we're like we're only doing takeout now like you can't sit because before you could um and then on Tuesday so I went today and I and I hadn't been since Monday because I, I thought I wasn't allowed um last and, Monday yeah since Monday and so today I <laughs> today I went um and I talked to the there was one person working it was like fully empty and the seat all the chairs and tables were still up and everything and I was like, what's been going on with you guys this week? Like, how has it been? And she was like, we've been closed all week, actually. We just opened again today. Oh. And, like, we everything is uncertain. Like, we're going to see how it goes. Maybe we'll be closing. And she's like, I have no idea. Basically, like, the it's, it's a chain. It's like a local chain. Okay. And she's like, you know, the managers, like, the people higher up are just not sure what to do. So we're getting, like, we're getting mixed signals, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to... Like, all the grocery, all the, all the, one funny thing is, like, most coffee shops are, I feel like a lot of coffee shops are closed, and restaurants are closed, and they're doing, um, delivery, mostly through, like, 
some of the bigger services like Yandex Food, which is a big delivery service. And um, one funny thing is that bakeries, like two bakeries in my neighborhood have changed their signs and they're like called bread stores. <laughs> they're like, we're not a bakery, we're a bread store, so we have to stay open. <laughs> it's, it's funny. Um, we, I want to know about the announcements that were alluded to yesterday. Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. And I didn't even get to tell you about like what's the latest update, but the the latest update in Petersburg apparently like signed by the governor was signed on Friday, so we you know we just hadn't seen it. Okay. Um, I just found it today on the website, like on the government website. I don't even I didn't really see reporting about it. Like ah, it's confusing. Nobody cares about us anymore. Um, just to to quickly close that. So as of today, as of Friday, uh, there is a new document published. The document says that this whole period of um, self-isolation and all of those recommendations um, are in place until the end of April. Okay. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't like restate the recommendations. It's still this like alluding to this date no. of article. No, 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 it does. And in this version, it has the verb recommend. Just recommend. Guess. We recommend oh. these measures. And Uh-oh. it's a big difference. I'm just saying. Whoops. So we in, but some lo, like Russian outlets have reported on this, no? They I mean, must that's what I, I didn't, Well, I, I'll look around, but I, what I'm saying is I actually didn't see that. I just was on the site when I was like trying to gather the old document okay. from the 30th. I was like trying to get the link trying and I saw the new one and I was like, what the fuck? Um, but yeah. And, and the other thing is the reason and the other thing about extending all, to all of April... So after Putin had given his, like, 20, March 25th address, um, being, like, one week off, um, <laughs> on April 2nd, so Thursday, he did another address. So it was before the end of the week, uh, April 2nd. And he said, actually, this non-working period is extending till the end of April. Oh, okay. And then the third, Petersburg did its thing with the word recommended it for, for some reason. They couldn't put it in before. I don't know why. Um, okay, so the announcement. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm really motoring, but there's like, as you can see, it's fucking annoying. It's a lot. For, starting on, I think it was on, it was either on Monday or Tuesday. I think it was on Tuesday, the 31st, um, which was the first day of this like recommended or not recommended <laughs> fucking state. Um, starting that day... I'm just like sitting at home thinking I'm trapped and <laughs> I hear a voice on a loudspeaker. I'll show, I'll send it to you. Oh, you have it. I recorded it. Oh, nice. I have podcast she, instincts now, so. <laughs> she is a true podcaster. <sighs> no, 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 no. Well, this is also weird. There's like two just, versions. Just keep talking. I'll put it in after. Oh, well, don't you want to hear it? Yeah, okay. That's true. I do want to hear it's, it. It's right here. Here. Okay. So it's like you hear what it is, like very Soviet sounding. Yeah. In a way. 
Um, I've heard that that announcey thing be used before. Um, I don't even know, like, in reference to what. I can't recall. But it always freaks me out. I very occasionally have heard it, and I'm like, is there a war? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, grabbing your bayonet. <laughs> Charge! Um, <laughs> movie's got a little helmet on. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, like... That probably is my, yeah, that, that's a fear. Um, but uh, the, this, this thing is different in that this announcement is made, like, I think it's every day and, like, every few hours. It's really Whoa. frequent. Yeah. Whoa, okay. It's, and now I've kind of lost track of, like, how often it is, but it's definitely when it is, the day that it plays, it plays multiple times. I think it might be every day. Okay. Confused. Since Tuesday. So, and then what was really weird, this do, it doesn't really matter, but the, the, let me just read a translation of what it's saying. I have it right here. Okay. So it's saying, dear, it's saying, um, respected Peter Burgians, <laughs> wait, how do you say that? Petersburgers and guests of the city <laughs> for the, I mean, that's how they, that's how, if I translate it literally, that's because that's how I do it, but this is. This is like very standard language. I understand. (laughs) Guests of the city. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Wait, I guess I'm not a guest. Fuck that. For the for the preservation of your own health and the health of others, we request, we ask that you and your loved ones stay home and comply with the regime of self isolation. Regime is the word. Regimen? Regimen. Yeah, it's better. Regimen. Sorry. Um, Take care of your personal hygiene. Regularly ventilate your accommodations. At the (laughs) (laughs) first... With what? Open the windows? Open the windows. It does sound... It does sound... um, Like, there's a word in Russian, because Russians love, like, ventil... Like, airing... Airing out. It's like air out. Pravetrit. Wait, what's Regularly air out... Pravetritsa. But okay. pravetrit is like to air out, and pravetritsa is like the reflexive. Like if you, no, like if you go outside, you're like airing yourself out. Oh, okay. Like I just need to go air myself out. Get some, get some air. Like uh, okay. Yeah. So regularly air out your accommodations. Um, at the first signs of illness, call a doctor to your home. That's the recommendation. We remind you that breaking the regimen of self isolation, uh, will result in. If you break, wait, if you, if you break the regimen of self-isolation, you will be held responsible, <laughs> including criminally. It's really, it's kind of hard for me to translate that. Okay. It's like responsibility will be provided, including criminal responsibility, like liabi- okay. liability. Okay. Okay. Get it? Yeah. So. <laughs> and it plays just once or it'll cite. Twice in it'll- a row. Twice, twice in a row, row and then like two hours twice in a row. Okay. Um, it is very surreal having that like play throughout the divorce. Yeah. We, yeah. What is the divorce scene right now? Are there more people in the divorce or it's, it's similarly blank? Well, my, so you know how I, how I have two. My smaller one is more empty of cars. There are very, there's only like one or two cars. So it's Did not, a lot of people go to their dachas, you think? That's what I think. Okay. Yeah. I think if people have a dacha that they are trying to go there. Okay. Um, and then the bigger tour that's like from the kitchen that I'm looking at right now, I've noticed like 
more, I've noticed people like, maybe it's in my imagination, maybe they were always doing this, but I feel like I noticed more like, you know, people like walking or like with a stroller with a dog. And I mm. feel like they're just like getting out of the house. Like there's this couple that the, both the man and the woman separately, I think it's a couple or maybe it's two separate people with a stroller come out and just stand there and sit on their phone. They don't move. <laughs> like they're just like, I'm just going to go take the baby for a walk. <laughs> they're just texting <laughs> just to get out of the house. Um, but I think like, I feel like people are, this might be in my imagination, but I kind of feel like people are like in the door more because it's more hidden. Mm, yeah. Not in not in my little one, but in the in the doors that um, let you go through them, you know. So you can, the like, get the ones that are actually part of another apartment building. Yeah, yeah. that like connect different courtyards. Yeah. Um, and then the other like thing, other than the announcement, wait, in the schools and stuff are closed, right? Yes, that happened in Moscow earlier, and then in Petersburg for a while there, like in sort of mid to late March, there was like a, uh, what is it called? A um, volunteer, like you could mm. take your kid out of school, which I didn't really understand. I didn't, I, yeah, I'm not super involved in like the parent related stuff. You're as not. A, as a non-parent. Um, the other like official thing I get other than All right, that, Mumi, you're not allowed to go to school anymore. Sorry. <laughs> Takes off his little backpack. And oh. his helmet and his pants. <laughs> um... I also have been getting text messages from the, like, um, MJS. What is that? It's like the emergency ministry or whatever. Mm-mm. Wait, what is that what's, is the word, what's the word for coronavirus? It's just coronavirus? Coronavirus. Coronavirus. And what uh, about COVID? It's just COVID in a Russian accent? Yeah. I remember, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've heard COVID. I've seen it written, and it's, oh, it's written in English, mm. I think. <laughs> COVID-19, COVID because it's, like, the official name. And coronavirus yeah. is written as, like, one word. Um, the Ministry of the ministry of Emergency Situations. Mm. What is that called in English? Whatever. I they send know. me text messages every two days. Um, <laughs> they send me text messages. <laughs> me and only me. Because <laughs> um, they know that I'm the expert. <laughs> <laughs> that say... Just another thing about like recommended or not recommended. In order to ensure the sanitary epidemiological well-being, (laughs) not the, but just ensuring that, it is necessary to comply with self-isolation regimen. Okay. If quarantine measures are broken, um, administrative and criminal responsibility is provided or like stipulated will happen you will be clubbed so in this in this text message that they've been sending since since tuesday also since the 31st of march it says quarantine measures are broken if Mm. quarantine measures are broken whereas in the the same text message every time yeah i've only got many times times. it's once a day once Once every every, once every or like every other day i guess right Mm. isn't that how you say that (laughs) once every once every two days that's what i said every other day have you okay. also heard about um, the? Have you heard anything about Chechnya? No. Okay, so it's just worth noting, Uh-oh. like out of all of the situ, like because Moscow, I said, has been a first mover. I just feel like I have to mention that Chechnya has also 
um, stepped up, even though they didn't have that many official cases. Um, but they have been like the first in Russia to do several things. Okay. Um, like overall much more strict as you might imagine. So Chechnya, like, um, what, what do I have about them? They've closed their borders entirely. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I think we will be closing our borders now. Yeah, I can hear And like, we will be seceding. Okay. <laughs> so, so, no problem. Goodbye. Um, where's Chechnya? Hello. So starting on March 29th, um, they did like a much more strict version of the quarantine, like where you're only allowed to leave the house for food or medicine. Okay. Um, and you're not allowed to travel outside of your place of permanent residence. And then on the first... Me, like outside of your city or town or whatever. I, I feel like they meant like you have to be located at your permanent residence. Mm. I don't know. Um, and then, then on the first, Kadirov announced that Chechnya would close its borders and said like basically citizens have or like residents have um until april 5th to get back otherwise we're just closing sorry oh. and um and just like like pasha's stepdad works on a construction site in moscow and all of the people from chechnya who work there just left they just like quit Whoa. basically um wait is what's the government doing in terms of paying people are they gonna are they gonna subsidize living wages there are some things happening with like i mean it's it's confusing and it's in different places do you mean like for moscow or anywhere i guess i think like there was something about um the older people who are required to stay home are supposed to get some kind of financial help yeah Mm -hmm. and also there's like a hotline they can call to get stuff delivered like food and medicine um i don't know how that actually works though in practice you know yeah and then um like people there's right now there's like 30,000 as of this week there's 30,000 russians in general stranded outside of russia who want to come back um kind of funny but 20,000 of them are in thailand (laughs) oh yeah there's I don't know there's that's like such a popular vacation spot and I think in a lot of cases and this is why it's sort of like eye rolly for a lot of people in a lot of cases what it seems like is people during the beginning of um the border closings all over the world in mid-march bought tickets that were like cheap and they're like, I'm just going to use this great opportunity to go to Thailand. They like and then got don't understand there. that stuff applies to them. So. Well, and then Russia closed all its borders. And it was like, yeah. sorry, fuck you. Um, Wait, so but most of these people are on vacation. They're not, they're not expats. It's, it's a mix. It's a mix. But I've like seen, I've seen a couple of reports um, that interview people that actually have like, that are on vacation and they have that situation. I, there are people who have been there longer also. Um, and there are expats definitely who have, just been somewhere else and they want to come back and those people are also supposed to get some kind of they're supposed to they're supposed to like apply and be able to come back and they're also supposed to get some kind of financial stipend or something i think um but you know like how to get to them how do they get the money like yeah okay wait we should we should uh wrap up but i have one last question for you okay okay i have Um, a lot more to say (laughs) (laughs) what's going on with eastern ukraine do you know Good question. 
Um, well, I don't think there's any like official uh, quarantine or self-isolation thing going on. But it's such a weird situation there because they are already effectively isolated. Yeah. Um, at least border-wise. Like, there's the unofficial border with Russia. Right. And so their rates are probably pretty good, aren't they? Probably. I, I haven't seen any... I don't even know if there's any official cases there. I, I haven't been able to see that there are. So maybe okay. they're unknown if there are any. Because there is the chance, you know, people like Fasha's stepdad who work... Lots of people work in Moscow or work somewhere else. But they might yeah. work in, like... Kiev or something, and then they come back. So there is a flow of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're it's really like close, kind of to to Pasha, obviously, um, and to me because like we're we're unsure what's gonna happen. So his stepdad um, works in like a shift system. Like he works one month on, one month off in Moscow. I see. Okay. And his in mid April, his shift or whatever will end, and because you can't tell what's going to happen like tomorrow nobody knows and we don't know at this moment or like in two weeks what the status of that border will be so we don't know if he's going to be able to go um, to go back home right and the other thing is he, i mean he has russian citizenship now so it's not oh. like he can be like oh i am a citizen of um lnr so i need to go back like of, of lugansk people's yeah. republic so that's because his mom and his everyone is still there that's scary. okay the other thing is, if Pasha and I leave Russia right now, we officially can't return. At this moment, we won't be able to return until May 1st. Because neither but, of you are citizens. Yeah, but that could be extended. So. You, are you thinking about doing that? Are you thinking about going to no. Eastern Ukraine? No, 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 no. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So Definitely this not. is just a hypothetical. There, there's no reason why you would actually leave. I'm definitely not planning on leaving. Um, what concerns me about Eastern Ukraine, and I really, really hope they can like manage is that if 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 all of Russia is like pretty like unprepared medically speaking I mean like very low on supplies yeah. and yeah. Medusa did a whole article about this recently um based on talking to different doctors then I mean there it's definitely worse in terms of supplies and they have a very old population it's yeah. like the nickname for it is like the babushka country mm. so I'm not looking forward to how that develops i just hope that they can like somehow lock down i don't know yeah i mean are they are are his parents i mean i guess his stepdad's in moscow but like is his mom like self-isolating yeah so his mom is self. she's trying to self-isolate she's trying to stay home as much as possible um his grandma also but she still goes to the store and they're like it's like you know it's always like a, it's the grandma's a, going to the store it's somewhat yeah she does do that in someone an argument like you know it's you have to yeah. convince it's they're yeah. still in that phase um, I don't think there's anything official going on. I do know that there's been some things with like, um, the, so there, there's no banks there, you know? So how people get money is that they oh, like well. do, it's a whole thing where they're like these little, like sort of private companies that take a commission to, to give you, they're like little tiny private banks. There's like okay. people, <laughs> okay. um, but they take like a commission from, so like Pasha could like send them money on like a card or something. Okay. And then they take a commission and they would be able to give cash. They're closing but it's, um, which is scary, and that there's sort of a rumor going around that they're all going to close, some of them have closed, and it doesn't seem to be connected with the virus, but it's unclear what it is. 
Um, what so was, that's really scary too. These are new, like somewhat new establishments since the war started happening. Yes, yeah, okay. there used to be normal like Ukrainian banks, banks the National Bank of Ukraine. It, Russia hasn't like there aren't private bran- banks in Ukraine. I don't understand. I don't. I think because everybody. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know like what happened to people's bank accounts like were there non-Ukrainian banks but it seems like it just seems like the banking system was kind of like connected destroyed. to the government and then destroyed uh, in eastern Ukraine because I don't think that you can use a card there I highly doubt it you like only used cash when you were there oh yeah definitely and you like brought cash enough with you to last you the five seconds you were there (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and and that's yeah Mm. i i don't think anyone accepts cards maybe they do maybe i'm wrong but like the point is that there's a whole difficulty about getting money there so not only are people potentially like now the border is potentially closed but we don't know but also it's closed effectively because people don't want to be stuck there yeah um there's also this like money issue coming up and yeah it's it's not good scary and we don't know what's going to happen with his stepdad like but he has a luckily he has his apartment that he just bought in petersburg so he's gonna yeah be so fine. if he he's gonna try to go to the border and then if they're like no he'll just go to st petersburg they're not sure it depends on what the status is in in mid-april yeah Ooh. it might it might i'm sure they'll be able to get some information like we have the number of like like the guy who has a minivan mini bus that drives people across the border. Okay. Like, we could potentially call that company and be like, are you guys doing, are people going across the border? Like, what's going on? So, yeah, it, we'll have to wait. And it's also unclear how um, Moscow's going to develop because in two weeks, Moscow could easily be like, we're closing Moscow. <laughs> like, to outside. Shop, close. No, like, you can't leave or go. Like, come or go. That, like, what Chechnya did. I mean, that's... That, I'm not that's trying to, extreme, like... Though. I'm not trying to... It is an extreme, but because, like, at least there's one president now in Russia of that, yeah. of, of an internal border closure, like, and because of how things have developed and how quickly they developed everywhere in the world, I wouldn't want to rule that out, you know? Yeah. Wait, when's peak supposed to be for you guys, do you know? <sighs> I don't know, because we're still, what did I say, 5,000? Yeah. Early. Yeah. You're- yeah. Edgy. really unclear well, you guys might be in, in okay shape then if you're if you're at five thousand and you guys are in a recommended quarantine well i've told you this before what i think about the real numbers like i think that i think there's a the reason the numbers are the official numbers are so low in russia is a combination of factors one of the factors is that um I think people, because the government was focusing on the people from the outside coming in, like yeah. the, the people coming back from Europe and stuff, I think a lot of those people were not tested right away and were isolated or they were tested, most of the tests went to them or something, but they just weren't sick. So they have a mm. lot of like false whatever. And then a lot of people who are just sick, in my theory, are just like at home or are not being tested. Um, there's just got to be a reason that like a country with such a large border and like a fairly active 
yeah. tourism. I mean, it's not like we're completely closed. It's not yeah. the Soviet Union. Um, wouldn't have it. Unfortunately. I really was, regretting that wall coming down. I, I was thinking about how crazy that must be for like, I really need to talk to my old host mom because I haven't talked to her. But Oh, uh, yeah. We, maybe, I mean, not to promise anything, but maybe you could talk to her and then we could talk about it. Yeah, because I, I also am just like, I was thinking about how surreal it must be for maybe I'm maybe I'm over dramatizing but I mean like you're gonna compare it to the blockade no no but I wouldn't be the first actually but um I mean for Soviet people who grew up um you know not being able to easily travel outside of the country to suddenly have the borders closed and how that must be kind of like weird like oh I guess that's over yeah Like, like they never really trusted it. And now they're like, yeah. yeah. I mean, my host mom is such an avid traveler. Like, she has been taking advantage of that since as soon as she could. Yeah. Um, And I want to talk to her and just see, like, how she's doing because she's she's in the over 65 category. Yeah. 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 Okay. (sighs) All right. Good. All right. I'm also going to send you a recording from Chich now because it's really funny. Okay. It's like what if like Kibirov saying something? No, it's 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 a like an announcement like the loudspeaker thing I sent you from Petersburg, but it's like it's much more informal kind of, and it's just like <laughs> it, it's just like more. It just feels like someone like yelling from like a mosque. <laughs> That's what it appears <laughs> to be. Now, now, Lily. <laughs> let, let, let me show you. Like. <laughs> It's not like I'm not exaggerating. That's all. <laughs> Wait, wait. A, is that uh, is that person speaking Russian? Yeah, yeah, they're speaking but Russian, like, but with an accent. With yeah, can you hear they have an accent? Yeah, I can. Impressive. <laughs> Thank you. They're like it's so funny because it, if like if the one from Petersburg that sounds sort of like this tinny like Soviet really yeah. official language, this just sounds like somebody like ad living. Like they're just like, <laughs> don't go out without a mask or gloves. <laughs> Uh, it's literally if, just a guy it's like don't go unless you need food or medicine um i'm telling you this now so you can't say that we didn't tell you and you didn't know like, that's literally what it says i'm personally telling you this now it's like you can't say you didn't know uh, so yeah anyway. Guten. Oh. all right